0: Hi, everyone. I'm Alexandra White. I'm from Kids Screen. So to kick us off, we're going to start with Viacom and the two lovely ladies on stage with me right now. Um, so uh, to my left is Louise Bucknell, who's the VP of Programming for UK and Ireland, Nick and Milkshake. And then to her left is Lindsay, oh, <laughs> uh, who is the Director of International Content Acquisitions and Preschool Current Series at Viacom. So. Uh, Those are big titles and you guys do a lot of different things at Viacom and you cover a lot of channels. So, to start, do you want to break it down? What do you both do? Sure, I'll try and do
1: this because I've lost my voice. I'm very sorry. Um, So, Commission Acquire Content for the Nickelodeon channels in the UK. So, we've got Nick Jr., Nicktoons and Nickelodeon and also for Milkshake. And run the programming um, and obviously all the scheduling for those channels as well.
2: And then um, I also work into the international team based in New York, and I'm the executive in charge of current preschool series.
0: Now, before we get into kind of the future of content and what you guys are looking for in the future, what do you have currently on your channel that's working quite well? Sure. So if we just start with sort of what our brand values are. Um, as you can see
1: here, they're quite sort of bold statements, but we put kids first in everything we do. Everything we do is defined by the child. we very playful, smart, cheeky, inspirational content, and we always try and do it from a kid's point of view.
2: Yeah, um, we also like to be everywhere kids are. Um, It's kind of our mantra. Some of our competitors aren't of the same um, thinking. But we want to be on linear. We um, have strong partnerships, obviously, with our affiliates, like Sky and Virgin. um, And we also have digital through um, our own websites, those of YouTube. We work with the SVODs in um, various capacities, whether it be a provider of library content or working with them on actual um, series in a producer capacity. Um, and it's literally kids are everything. If you come for an interview at Nickelodeon, you get asked questions that children have set for you that we asked to be fed in. Mm-hmm. So um, they do play a part in every single aspect.
0: Um, and then looking a bit to the future, um, what's some new content that you guys have coming up that you can share with us?
1: Six slides, but not
0: working. Oh. Yeah, so this is just gonna give you a sort of a
1: Overview of the content we have currently at the bottom, you can see some of our new content. So, as you can see on the preschool side, actually, Lindsay, do you want to talk
2: about this? Yeah. So, um, coming up through what I'm working on at the moment, um, as in the third party uh, acquisitions, is Paddington, um, which is bringing the well loved brand to a brand new generation. Um, Blue Zoo are doing the animation in um, London, and all the partners that are from the film, such as Studio Canal and Heyday Films, are also involved in it. And then Dear Squad, which is really interesting because it's kind of our first um, foray into China, so we've been working with Aichi. Um, which is kind of their equivalent of Netflix. And um, they've been working with us for our editorial input. All the scripts are written by British scriptwriters. Um, and all the animation is being done out of China. So it's quite a new way of working for us. Um, and certainly an interesting um, way of working. And then also, we have got <laughs> Blue's Clues You, which is a brand-new um, reboot of the much-loved um, Blue's Clues, which people will remember with Kevin back in the day. Um, and then there's th- such things as um, Ryan's... Um, Mystery Playdate, which came out of the very popular YouTuber Ryan, whose kind of unboxing channel was huge. Um, and then that kind of just covers the other ones you can see. I won't talk through them at all. Well,
1: you can see that for preschool, we're very, very well stocked. We've
2: got a lot of amazing brands
1: there. Um, Paw Patrol, Peppa Pig, as well as you know, content that's produced in the UK and Europe, like Becca Sponge and Nella. Um, and then on to Nicktoons, um, we've got some new series coming through. But As you can see, SpongeBob is 20 years old this year. Amazing. <laughs> With all your bags. All your bags. Um, there's a film next year, it's a wonderful sponge. There's a birthday episode on in a couple of weeks. Um, SpongeBob's birthday blowout, so we're really celebrating SpongeBob on the channel as well. Um, But as you can see, this is the kind of content that we have. And then some of our new content that we have, Lego City Adventures will be airing in... um the autumn, and then also Pony.
2: Yep. Yeah, so Pony <coughs> is kind of a success story for Nickelodeon. It came through our shorts program, which we will talk about in detail a little bit later on. Um, in two thousand and fifteen, so that kind of gives you an idea when you are pitching in things. It takes a while to get to air. And um, again, it's it's being done out of the UK. It's creator driven. Um, with Ant Blades has been um, put in the studio with Blue Zoo, doing the animation for it. Um, and we're all really excited. I think we've got a clip for this yes. one. got a clip. I think you can
0: roll it.
2: Every little kid dreams of having a pony to call their own. And Annie's dream came true. Don't move a muscle.
0: Just a little differently. Sure, he smells. He's unreliable. He doesn't listen. He eats too much. He's a terrible pet.
1: But...
2: Oh, right, but... He's my pony. What happens when you take the everyday life of a girl in the city? Do you want me to mail it?
1: That would be great. I'll take pony. Oh. He's
2: not that bad. And add an excitable,
1: <gasps>
3: unpredictable and lovable pony. What's that? A side mirror. Whose side mirror? His. Yes. Big, isn't he? Up the drain pipe! Oh, I'm in. Found you. Life with pony might be a little bit
2: weird. You're a good climber.
3: My morning Mountain Gun. But it's
2: always better with your best friend.
3: I like it when we do stuff together.
2: Pony, a brand new buddy comedy.
1: <laughs>
0: Only laid one egg today! Coming soon to Nickelodeon. Um, Now, you guys were talking about how you're quite well-stocked with preschool, but you have a lot of channels in the UK and Ireland. So what age targets do each of those channels cover that you want content for? Yeah, take
1: this one. (laughs) Um, So we're a network that goes from nappies all the way through to skinny jeans. So Milkshake is our free-to-wear platform where we share content across from Nick Jr. Um, And they're two to five. Nick Jr., Nick Jr. 2, we have two channels in the UK. That's not the same for other territories around the world, both core four to six, and then Nicktoons is six to nine core, Nickelodeon seven to twelve, live action. And then we also have the Scoop which is a sub brand powered by Nickelodeon on Instagram and, and YouTube, um, which is a uh, sort of older tween content as well.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so then, I guess the big content is—I mean, the big question is—you have all of this content, and you're feeling quite well stocked in some areas. But as you have the slide for, what content are you guys looking for right now from other producers?
2: Um, so, as we said, preschool is pretty well stocked. But having said how long things can take to be made previously, um, we wouldn't want to miss out on an amazing idea. So we're always open to um, you know reviewing content. I'm going to be honest, if you send it in, it's going to take a while because we get so many um, emails, and we're obviously working on current series, but we will get to it. If it is a partial you'll also get proper feedback. You won't just get a simply, it's not for us, um, so it will be worth it when it arrives. Um, for preschool, it has to be fun, cheeky, um, really well-defined characters. And <coughs> co-viewing potential from the likes of Peppa Pig to Becca's Bunch, it needs to make you smile um, and it needs to be different really um, and unique. We don't Really focus on a bedtime block, so we're not interested in kind of. We want to keep kids awake, we want them to watch 24 hours a day because they 24 hour channels. Um, and then Nicktoons is really comedy, um, action adventure hasn't worked for us because it isn't our brand. Kids come to um, Nick to be, um, you know, made to laugh. It's and funny and
1: farts, that's it.
2: Yeah, and smart <laughs> and funny. heart. And as you saw from Annie and Pony, friendships really core. Cool. Family is another theme through things like um, Loud House. Um, and then Nickelodeon is where we're currently really. Um, looking for live-action comedy. Um, there's been lots of changes in um, Nick US, which means we have got some spaces mm. currently coming up in you know, forward plans for live-action comedy.
1: And I think with Nickelodeon, we've got a change in creative leadership in the US. Brian Robbins is our new president, from, who was appointed in October, and he's making quite a few radical changes to the kind of content that we have on Nick. So we have unscripted content, some reboots, all that. Um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? These were really successful 90s Nick shows. Are coming to the channel, um, we've got other things that we're looking at a space dramedy. Yes, that actually exists with mm-hmm. Howard. Um, they're developing a show with Simon Fuller and Ryan Tedder, which is a musical sitcom. But what we're really looking for is that comedy, that core comedy, um, live action that would really complement the shows on our channel. If you watch Nick, you see Thundermans and Henry Danger, they're the top live action series for cable and satellite, so we're looking for that you know, sort of broad, emotional, funny, repeatable, repeatable very important for us because we put it across all of our platforms and across our VOD services, and our content is sassy, it's got attitude, but it's got heart, yeah. um, and that's always really important to remember, um, but really it's killer, not filler. Again, I keep saying it, that's what we're looking for.
0: Yeah, you kind of broke down the comedy style there that you're yeah. looking for in the live-action comedy. But are there other elements that you guys look for in a live-action show
2: that need to be there? I think it's kind of like: would you want to be part of the gang that you're watching play out? Would you want to be part of that family, or would you want to be part of the you know the team putting together the the videos for Icarly? Um, I think a lot of kids come home from school, had a bad day. They just want to watch something. They want to feel part of something that, that's playing out on air. Can it also work as you know short form? Can we cut it down? Are the cast you want to feature in um, YouTube pushing back to linear, which is obviously still our key um, business.
1: It's very character driven. I mean, some of our series, you know, we have serials as well, like *Find Me in Paris*. Hunter Street, we've got a new series coming in the summer, and they're more sort of serial drama. So, the comedy side, you know, sort of like it could be around a hook, um, but really, what are those characters like? How'd they act in any situation? Um, and why, why are kids going to watch it again and again? Yeah. yeah, and what's the draw?
2: You know, Thundermans is superheroes, but they're still relatable in relation to their um, character definitions.
0: Um no we don't have a ton of time so i want to make sure we hit on animation as well we we're mm. talking about the live action but animation is obviously a big part of your brand yeah. um so what type of animation are you guys looking for right now funny animation
2: <laughs> um, 11 minutes as well. Um, 22 minutes is really hard to maintain funny for, for animation without it having dips. Um, if you look at things like SpongeBob and Loud House, it is really um, gag-heavy. Visual and verbal, so slapstick works really well. Um, something that you would feel comfortable a child being pushed from Nick Jr. to Nick Nicktoons to. So we wouldn't want, you know, um, kind of the old-school Looney Tunes type slapstick. It, it's got to be... Um, You know, safe kind of. We're
1: also looking for some shorts. Um, So there's a new program that's
2: just been announced the Intergalactic Shorts Program. Um, If you care about this. Yeah, so this is to find new um, (laughs) talent from anywhere, hence the intergalactic um, aspect. Um, The details are on there with regards to where you should send your submissions into and the closing day. The Shorts programme has been a great success from um, Nickelodeon's point of view. Um, Pony, like I said previously, did come out of it. Um, We're looking for top-line information, some designs, if you've got the ability. If not, we have in the past paired up creators with um, studios and producers in order to um, bring the uh, shorts to fruition. Um, And it's something that's going to offer us something totally different to that of us and our competitors um, with a real clear hook, well-defined characters and comedy.
0: Uh, I also want to make sure we hit on influencers. Hmm. That's obviously a big part of what's happening with kids' content right now. And like you guys said, you have Ryan Mystery, Ryan's Mystery Playdate yeah. with Ryan Toys Review. Um, but that's a lot of the US side, Absolutely. Nickelodeon. So uh, over at, in the UK and Ireland, how are you guys looking at incorporating influencers and working with them?
1: We sort of we use it almost like we look at influencers as an acceleration into whether within they feature in content. So we've been working with influencers for a long time, JoJo Siwa. Um, it's like one of our huge stars. Um, is in sort of content like slime first, um, but we tend to use um, influencers, events, partnerships, short form content, um, and we have obviously we talked about it earlier the scoop, um, which is a way for us to sort of deal with certain issues that we can't do in our content because we're a little bit longer, younger on Nickelodeon, and really it's about relatable, being authentic. I know a lot of people say this, but really trying to ensure can talk about things that are really meaningful to sort of 10 to 13s. We've got a a reel just from The Scoop, it's quite short, um, to show you. The Scoop is Nickelodeon UK's social video insider, where we showcase content beyond our shows. It's where you get all the latest goss, news, lols, tips and tricks, and beauty hacks. Today we're gonna to be creating the Android Girl Halloween makeup tutorials plus exclusive interviews with your favourite celebs. What's up? It's why don't we? With serious hashtag throwback Thursday. My name is Megan Markle, I'm 12 years old. The Scoop brings exclusive videos
2: to the Nickelodeon social channels. From our own stars. Crazy, I this is the best all the time. Influencers.
1: Hi, I'm Sap It's our dance, I've claimed it. And teens themselves. I hate eyeliner, so <laughs> It's a place to get advice on everything from fashion to real-life issues. You know, the message that I would give to anyone who is being bullied would to honestly
0: be like, just be yourself. <laughs> um, now, I want to make sure that we have a chance to take one or two questions from the audience. But uh, quickly, if people want to get in touch with you, they have an idea, they have the next great live action comedy, <laughs> Where should they contact you and who should they contact in there?
1: It's the last slide, um, if you could put that. Up. We've just got that context. Um, so, in the UK and Ireland, it's myself. I look at all, all content for um, across all the channels, including Milkshake. So, if there is anything that you want to submit, we will always review it. Verge is my colleague who looks at anything for event, commercial, um, and events partnerships, which we're always looking to look at to, to sort of partner with people. I'm on the uh, International Programming Council, so anything that comes in gets discussed on a global level as well. And then on the NIC International
2: side, yeah, it's me. I work into Leila Lewis in um, New York. And um, obviously, with regards to getting meetings and things, come and see us afterwards in the speed pitches. Um, and then also within the London office, there's Chris Rose, who I think's down there, <laughs> who's your man for animation um, and early stage development. So Chris can really talk um, about the early early stages. If you've just got an idea, have a chat with him, because he can tell you whether it's like similar to something we might have on our own slate or if it's worth you know making it up into a more um, fulfilling, proposal, and then we also have Charlie Valentine who works out of the London office on live action.
1: But if you, you know, if that's too many people to contact, come through to me and Linz and then we obviously make anything that comes through, we make sure gets sent around. We love a CC.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you all talk to each other, at we least. Yeah. Um, be happy before that, yes. we move on, to make sure that we have time for the next panelist, I want to make sure we get in one, at least one question, so does anyone have a question for the lovely ladies from Viacom?
1: No, they're all so tired from I last guess night. Not, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> thorough. All
0: right. Well, thank you. Thank, thank, thank you both. You. Thank you. Um, and now we're going to bring up on stage Craig Hunter, who's the head of Kids Networks at Sony Pictures Television UK. Welcome, Craig. Come join me on the stage. <laughs> Uh, Now, I want to start off a little bit more generally, and I want to talk about, because you've got a lot going on right now, but uh, what content are you looking for for your channels?
3: Um, So, the short answer is amazing content, but I'll elaborate (laughs) on that a bit more. Um, So, we're after content that enables us to to make a mark with our channels. Um, Obviously, the theme across CMC has been on limitless and options and the amount of content there is around. Um, And if the content isn't up to a certain standard, it's going to make it really hard to cut through. Um, So, you know, all the keywords have have been mentioned over the course of the past few days and even um, with uh, Lindsay just now mentioning. But, you know, it's got to be content that is repeatable. Um, It's got to be content that resonates with kids, that has well-defined characters um, and good stories. Um, and you know, not necessarily content that ticks all of the boxes, because you get pitched a lot of stuff, which they try to tick all the boxes, and it makes it less authentic.
0: Now, you have a couple brands that you deal with. So you deal with Pop, Tiny Pop, and Pop Max. I yes. think that's all of them. Yep. Um, what makes good content for each individual area of those?
3: Okay, so um, with Tiny Pop, which is our upper preschool channel, um, which caters for ages four to six, um, we look for content that has a very solid base in friendship and fun um, and storytelling. Again, we would probably steer more away from content that lends itself to blocks, because again, that then restricts you. So, you know, <laughs> we like to be able to, just the same as all the other kids' channels, play our content wherever, um, whenever. Um, and in terms of durations, sevens um, and elevens. Um, We do get pitched some 22s, but I would say, you know, mainly 7s and 11s is is what we're after um, in that respect. And then with Pop, which is our flagship kids channel, um, age 6 to 10, um, we're looking for comedy and adventure. Um, So I think we have uh, uh, a little reel later, where you get a bit of a flavour of some of the titles that we have across all three of our kids channels. But you know, there's a lot of big brands on pop. Um, some of them very commercial. Um, but you know, the one ingredient, I suppose, that holds it all together, that it, you know, it's fun, it's comedy centric, it's it's also you know friendships and teamwork. Um, and you know, they're brands that you know kids kids love. Um, and you know, I'll probably end up talking about this a bit more later, but brands is something that's very important to us. Um, so you know when I say brands, I mean taking content beyond just uh, a show. So you know, we want to offer a 360 within our offering. So we're looking for something that has you know digital assets to create games, um, shorts to go on YouTube or social media, um, you know other elements like that that kind of expand. Um, and offer the, the viewer, you know, different experience depending on where they are, where they're consuming.
0: There's a lot to unpack there, but yep. <laughs> before we get into more of it, uh, I think we should play the reel so anyone who's not necessarily familiar with it can see some of the stuff on the channel, which I think we can just
4: hit. We go live in three, two, one.
0: Shades!
1: I came here for you. Next. Learn something new every day, huh?
0: Um, now, obviously, that's a lot of big brands there. There's a lot of names and faces that yeah. people would recognize from that. But when you're talking about looking for new content, Content that's brands. You don't necessarily mean just uh, IP that already exists out there. What exactly. do you mean by creating a new brand? So
3: one thing we're really concentrating on within our our kids business at Sony is um, partnerships. So creating and expanding on our partnerships we have um, with all kinds of companies and people. So you know whether it's um, partnerships with uh, content makers. Or you know, new research companies, toy companies. You know, we really want to kind of push forward and expand what we do as a business. Um, so for us, um, yeah, as I said, partnerships is 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 the way forward for us, and we believe that's the best way for us to be able to to make these brands. Um, again, to reinforce you know the whole 360 thing that we're doing. Um, we kind of feel that um, the brands are are the only elements that seem to cut through in such a crowded space where there is so much content and if anything having so much content around kind of helps to raise the the quality overall because I think everyone realizes that the the not so good stuff isn't isn't going to be consumed as much um, because there's so much choice
0: so when you're hearing an idea from someone or you're being pitched what to you is the difference between a good show idea and a good show that can become a brand for you.
3: Okay. Um, so I think if I talk about a project that I have been pitched which I know has all the elements to be a brand, it's someone that's, that's thought beyond just the story and you know the development of the characters. It's more how can you take these different personalities from these key characters in your show to then enhance the overall show um, so we know that the experience, for instance, on YouTube is different from what you will experience on on linear. Maybe one of your key characters can, you know, almost um, be enhanced on via YouTube um, instead of just during the during the linear show. So maybe there's extra elements that you can bring out there or through games. Um, so there was one show which had a character. Who was actually into gaming, and they used that character as a main focus to make this this app. Um, and that was just an idea that they had, and they ha- they kind of came with all these different elements. And I know that's not something that everyone is going to be able to do. And I'm not saying that that's what you have to do, but that's just one example of you know how um, you can kind of put together a show idea that not ticks all the boxes, but ticks the boxes that kind of lends itself to having a long life. Um, as I said, repeatability is, is key with any show that we have across our channels. Um, and one of the main ways, aside from making it you know, really good and funny, et cetera, is to enable it to live outside of just you know, linear TV and VOD to some extent as well.
0: And speaking of big brands, obviously Sony is part of a very, or Sony is a very big brand and your channels are part of this larger network that includes music and games and movies. So how do you guys integrate into that whole wider Sony system?
3: Um, So one of my main jobs since taking up this position has been to really strive forward with connecting the different parts of the business. Um, and looking at where we can strengthen our position in the kids market in the UK, um, so we launched an app on our PlayStation service um, last September, which has, you know, been phenomenal success. Um, we offer uh, FOD service um, at the moment, and that's something that we're we're building on. Um, there are over nine million um, PS4 users in the UK. Um which represents massive opportunity and potential for us, so that's something that we're really striving forward with um to try and see how how far we can push it and what we can do um alongside that we have um other apps uh so we have our pop fun app which essentially acts as a hub for all three of our channels um and it offers games as well as catch up and um competitions as well so um yeah we're We're doing what we want to do. Um, We're just constantly looking at how we can improve the experience.
0: Uh, As you mentioned there, you recently got a new job, you were promoted. Um, So now that you are head of the Kids Networks, um, what are your plans? What are your goals?
3: Um, So primarily it is expanding on this 360 thing that i mentioned before. It's connecting the different parts of of Sony, so we're in discussions with um, PlayStation as I mentioned, with Sony Music, um, there's conversations with um, Sony Pictures Animation as well. Um, so there's already a lot of potential within our Sony family alone, um, and then alongside that, there's all the partnership stuff that I'm building on currently. So, um, yeah, it's all keeping me extremely busy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, And then from a more basic standpoint, if someone's coming to pitch you some content, are there specific age targets that you really want more content for right now?
3: Um, I would say, I mean, we're pitched, like most broadcasters, I think, we're pitched um, a lot of preschool. Um, And... You know, there are always going to be shows that we're pitched that we, that we really like and, and, and want to take, but I would say the six to ten at the moment, the six to ten comedy seems to be where there is a gap um, of really good content, um, so that's something we're looking for um, and live action as well. Um, so we don't have a huge amount of live action across our channels, but um, that's one of the reasons why I want to kind of push forward with that and, and see um, what there is, so bring us your live action.
0: <laughs> what kind of live action do you want? There's so many different yes, things. Everything from Stranger so Things. So I can to tell you what
3: we're not after okay. being in live action. We're not after, um, you know, an action series. Um, we're very well served with Power Rangers. That that does very well for us. But that's unique. That show is very unique. It's got, you know, a magic formula that has enabled it to go on for 26 years, 26 series. Um, so what we're after is you know, sitcoms, um, mystery adventures, um, dramas to some extent. Um, we don't have an educational um, backbone to, to our shows, um, so we don't completely rule it out, but it's not something that we, we look for. Um, so I would, again, I would stress that comedy is probably the most important um, theme across all of our content. It's the most accessible, genre, I think, that goes across all ages. Um, whereas something like action has kind of a short lifespan and may only appeal to, to boys more for a certain period of time. Um, and our channels generally are, are gender neutral, so, yeah, something that, that appeals to the masses.
0: Yeah, I wanted to ask about that as well with the gender neutral uh, content. it's How do people pitch the best gender neutral content? What makes something gender neutral?
3: Um, I would say it's more than just, you know, this has, a, has two main characters and one's a boy and one's a girl. I think it's, it's about all the characters in the show and how they interact and how much screen time they have as well um, and the stories they have, so there might be... You might have, I don't know, 52 Elevens as, as your format for a show, um, but you know it's split between which characters have the focus throughout so it's it's a real mixture, but you get a real sense of all the different characters' personalities as well. So it's not just focusing on one the whole time.
0: Okay. Now I know you're going to speed meetings afterwards, but also if anyone has the next best live action idea, where should they contact you and how can they pitch you?
3: Um so on the screen up there. Um you'll Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Um so send your, you know, Bibles and scripts and um to that email address and myself and my lovely team who are over there, give us a wave. <laughs> um will respond. So that email address um is synced up to all of us. Um so again it's not a quick process. We get pitched a lot of projects. Um and what I haven't said is primarily we acquire and license content. We're not um it's currently not in our uh, strategy to, you know, do a lot of co productions, although That is something that we're in discussions with at the moment, but, um, yeah, that's the best way to get hold of us. Um, But, yeah, if anyone wants to join any of the speed pitches afterwards, I'll be there.
0: Uh, In the meantime, does anyone have any questions for Craig? I think there's one in the back there.
3: Hi, Craig. Hello. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, I just had a question regarding the, the Youth and Kids Fund, um, and I hadn't heard the Sony Channels coming up. Although you're on Freeview, so you're pretty widely distributed, yeah. um, very widely distributed. So, are you guys? Do you kind of qualify if a producer comes? Will you qualify for somebody going to the Youth and Kids Fund and say? And I know you're saying original production isn't a priority but would you qualify it's just i've actually not heard you guys mentioned at all this no, whole week so it's really interesting as recent as march april time um, we've been having discussions about contestable fund and things like that to see if we qualify so that is something yeah. we're you looking should, for you you should you should qualify in my opinion <laughs> so not that that carries any weight but... Uh, <laughs> You know, um, I, d- I was just interested to know. It's good to hear that you're. I think the more people who do qualify, the better. And yeah, you've, you've got big definitely. channels and big brands, so yes, we have. We have. I hope so that's the case. Yes. Um, so yeah, thanks for asking that question, and it does bring it, bring up what other people might have wanted to know as well. Um, yes, I'd love to make more content <laughs> for our channel. So as much help as we can get as possible is, is can only be a good thing. So
0: yeah. Is there any other questions? I think we have one right
3: there. Good morning, Craig. Uh, It's Stephen Andrew from Zodiac Kids. I have to say I'm very excited that you're interested in live action comedy. I'm interested to know, is this something you're going to commission? Have you got a budget for this, or is this really just stuff that you're looking into license? At the moment, it's stuff that we're looking into license. I think as an initial step into a a broader (laughs) range of live action, it makes... Better business sense, I think, at this stage, for us to license the content as opposed to to being involved on a, on a co-production side. But that is something that would come much later on, I think. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we're doing at the moment. Thanks.
0: I think we have time for one more question, and there's just one up at the front here.
3: Hi, um, I was just wondering, in terms of what you feel is lacking in Diversity, like um, yeah, what do you think you need more of in your programming currently? Um, So, I would say the majority of our shows, as I mentioned before, cater for our gender-neutral audience, which is great. Um, They they tend to always naturally have a good mixture of of characters. I think the whole um, the diversity thing is more likely to come up. Um, once we go into showcasing our live action. I think that's when it becomes a bit more um, in-your-face, I suppose, for want of a better word. Um, so that's definitely something that we'll be considering when we you know, are looking at licensing live action, um, and then hopefully in the future going into you know, co-productions and stuff with live action as well. Um, so I would say we're, we're probably addressing diversity currently with with our shows. Um, we actually have a show called Zafari, um, which actually um, tackles diversity. And for those of you who don't know, it's you know, an animal-centric show where um, the animals have the different um, uh, appearances of other animals. So there'll be an elephant that has zebra stripes. Um, and it's all about you know, being different and, and how that's accepted within a community. So yeah, that's, you know, it's important, definitely. Um, But, as I said, I think it would become more apparent once we move into live action.
0: Um, Thank you, Craig. That was great. It was great to learn about that. Um, And then next, we have Zia Bales, who's the Senior Acquisitions Manager for Kids at Turner EMEA. Zia's heading up on stage now. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Uh, now, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you do at
4: Turner? Since, again, it's a really big organization and there's lots of moving parts there. Yes, so I, I head up our kids' acquisitions across Europe, Middle East and Africa. Very simply put, I'll keep it short and sweet. <laughs> the rest of the uh, you know, questions I'm sure will help answer any questions you might have. Uh, and within that, there's
0: three big brands that you cover, Cartoon Network, Boomerang, and Cartoonito. So can you tell us a little bit about the content on each of those channels?
4: Absolutely. So as uh, this slide, so lovely, uh, did you know, demonstrates for you guys. Cartoon Network for us is uh, you know our boy skewed channel but is also gal inclusive. It's targeting uh, broadly speaking six to twelve year olds uh, but the core we find is really six to nine. Um, we focus on you know comedy animation at the heart of it um but obviously you know we do have some action adventure um, a little bit of fantasy you know brought in there as well. Um, you know some of our shows that I'm sure you are all f- very familiar with: uh, the Amazing World of Gumball, Apple and Onion, Be Bear Bears. Uh, those are some of the staples of, of Cartoon Network. And um, onto Boomerang, our slightly younger-skewed channel is focused uh, at four to seven-year-olds, broadly speaking. Uh, it's relatively uh, gender-neutral in terms of the tone. Again, very comedy-focused um, and animation. Again, um, we don't do, do live-action for Cartoon Network or for Boomerang um, at the moment. Um, and I'm sure you're very familiar again with some of the, the core series and you know characters we have on Boomerang uh, include Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, uh, Mr. Beans on there, and uh, one of our new additions, uh, Mighty Mike, is in, uh, in that slide as well. And then, last but not least, uh, we have Cartonito, which uh, we have in the UK and in Italy, um, and it's uh, you know a very important preschool offering that we have uh, in the UK market. Uh, it's Truly preschool in terms of the you know the tone. Uh, it's you know three to five targeted. Um, we don't specifically skew our, our shows you know to be too boy or too girl. Um, we look for you know stories that are really engaging for kids. You know encourage them to use their imagination. Uh, have really strong values of friendship um, and just encourage uh, you know learning through play as opposed to um, any hard uh, educational messages. And then I think you have a reel to show everyone a little bit more about the content. Yes, please.
3: Let's do this! Huh?
4: You ready? Yeah. Here we come! Oh my goodness.
3: Oh man, I'm so excited!
0: This is amazing! Oh, let's teach our parents a lesson! ah Are you?
1: thanks, you guys. It's crazy.
3: Because I need your help. Oh! Why didn't you say so? so. I
2: did say so. Cheese! Cheese! (laughs)
0: big brands that you cover, some big shows. Um, Is there one channel that you're looking for more content for right now?
4: Yes, I'd say uh, our priority in terms of uh, content needs right now is across uh, Boomerang and Cartonito. So um, for us, as I mentioned with Boomerang, we're looking for that. Younger kind of audience, so the 4 to 7s. Um, our focus really is uh, on what we're calling pre-call. So it's that uh, younger entry point, uh, that initial um, introduction really into our, our channels. Um, and so it's something that has you know a slightly softer touch, um, you know a little bit cuter in terms of the characters, simpler storylines, still you know pure comedy at the heart of it, um, but just something that you know feels a little bit um, you know more fun, t- maybe a little bit more timeless. Um, But something we feel complements, obviously, what we already have in terms of the pipeline of content that we get from Warner Brothers and, you know, the acquisition slate that we already have on our, uh, and then with Cartonito, um, obviously, we look to have, you know, a whole host of, um, you know, local uh, content, like Daisy and Ollie, which, you know, is a lovely show out of the the UK, um, as well as, you know, more international uh, shows as well, like Curious George and, um, you know, Masha and the Bear, for example. So we do look for, um, you know, a, a wide variety of, of diverse shows across, um, you know, both of those channels. Are you guys looking to commission shows right now? Acquire? What's kind of the mix there? So, what we tend to do is obviously look at the, the pipelines that we get from uh, our studio, the Cartoon Network studio in the US, um, to see you know what we, we have coming for Cartoon Network and where maybe those the uh, gaps might be. And then for Boomerang, uh, we look at Warner Brothers and the pipeline we have from them uh, and seeing you know where the, the slots may be. Uh, Um, might become available. So, for us, in terms of acquisitions, uh, that's mostly what we're looking for for Boomerang. Um, We tend to do a lot more pre-buys. Um, or the occasional co-production, and we also do, do some development. Um, that's more what we do instead of straight commissions, I'd say, for Boomerang. Um, and for Cartonito, it's more straight acquisitions that we would do for that channel, um, just because we, we tend to need to see a little bit more. And obviously, with it being a dedicated preschool channel, there is so much preschool out there and so much amazing preschool, which is, is great. Um, but obviously, it means that there's a lot to choose from, and we can you know be very selective with what we do put on Cartonito.
0: Um, And you touched on Warner Brothers there. Obviously, there was a big acquisition. It took several years, but now <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys have a new CEO and everything over Warner Brothers and uh, leading directly into Turner. Mm-hmm. So how has that changed things for Turner?
4: To be honest, uh, at the moment, it's kind of too early to say we uh, obviously the the integration is is in in progress and you know currently happening right now. Um, I mean, what we do know is that you know the kids and, and family piece is is going to be a key part of of that, and um, you know we're really excited to understand more about what that means. Um, yeah, so for now, that's that's all we know. <laughs> yeah, you guys are still commissioning and acquiring content like usual. Yeah, business as usual in terms of you know all of the uh, productions that we're, we're you know across uh, pre rise and we you know doors are still open absolutely um, for reviewing new pictures and um, you know whether that's short form content or, or long form series. Um, you know, we're, we're still business as usual.
0: You've touched on a lot of different areas there, with short form and long form, and obviously you guys do dialogue and non-dialogue, <laughs> and um, obviously it's mostly it's animated content that you're looking for. But uh, what in there is there anything specific that you're really
4: hoping to hear or get pitched right now? No, we don't have a a kind of preset, you know, brief. We don't call out for specific things that we're looking for. We don't like to be too prescriptive. Um, I mean, what we're looking for at the heart of it is creator-driven concepts. Um, you know, great characters, really engaging stories, and um, you know, a diverse range of stories, ideally with lots of different voices. That um, you know, kids when they, you know, see them, can can see themselves reflected in that in the series in some way, um, can be entertained and you know, engaged and excited. Really, I mean, when I touched upon you know, short form and, and long form, and um, you know, a, a series can can start in you know, a variety of different ways. We we've had uh, you know, shows internally that um, we've you know, tested and started as, as as short form so Ivan doe is one of those as an example that um you know we we launched uh, as a short form series on our, on our nonlinear channels and um we're now currently looking to to see how that might expand into a long-form series. Um, so just because something starts off as a long-form proposition or a game or an app or a picture book, um, you know, doesn't mean that it has to stay in that lane. I think you know, Craig mentioned about things being you know very three hundred and sixty, and I think that's just the way that we we work now. It's it's the way the business is, and it's the way that kids consume content. They expect to you know, not come up against a wall as such, and to be able to engage with their favourite characters and re-watch their favourite, you know, series and over and over again um, on whatever device, you know, whenever and wherever they are. So, we, you know, we want to help them do that, not become a barrier towards that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is, kids are consuming content. I think Craig used the word limitless, which is the theme of the uh, conference as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, They have all these options. They have all these places that they can watch content. So how are you guys um, thinking about that when you're acquiring content? How does that fit in with your plans?
4: I mean, we always encourage um, creators or producers uh, when you know when they come into pitch to us to to think about those things. If it feels natural and authentic for the story that they're trying to tell, um, but at the same time, I don't think you want to shoehorn in um, all of those elements. Um, and tick all of those boxes if it's not authentic for the project that you're you're producing i think that's the key thing is that we want you know the story at the heart of it and the characters and the aesthetic to to be you know fun and um you know something that we feel is appropriate for for our channels and our, our brands um, but that doesn't mean that you have to have an app and a game and all of these things attached to it i mean yes it's helpful if you think that that builds and um, you know, grows the, the, the experience in a bigger and better way. Um, we're, we're absolutely happy to, you know, to partner with people and you know, work with them in that way, and we do with some of our commercial properties that we have. Um, but at the same time, it's about having the best experience for, you know, for our fans and for you know, the kids out there that are watching our channels and um, you know, consuming all of our content.
0: Now, is there something that people shouldn't be pitching you right now, since you have a broad area <laughs> that you're looking at? What shouldn't they be pitching you?
4: Um, anything that you don't think fits our channels, what I would suggest is um, watch our channels, do a, a little bit of research and see, you know, what have we got on our air right now? Um, maybe where are there gaps that you think uh, you know you might be able to help us with? Um, obviously, we we don't really do live action, so if you have live action, that's probably not something for for us. Um, but otherwise, as I said previously, we don't try and be too prescriptive. We'd much rather um, you know, have a, a broader, um, kind of open policy so people can come to us with ideas at you know, very early stages, and we can work with creators to uh, kind of shape the idea um, in a way that we think you know, is, is going to portray it and, uh, in the best way possible, really.
0: And then what types of deals and partnerships are you guys open to right now,
4: if people have an idea that fits well with you? So again, we, we're very open. Uh, it's, you know, it's different for, uh, for one series versus another. We do, um, as I said previously, lots of uh, pre-buys. We also do show acquisitions, we do co-production. We do do a little bit of development as well. Um, we, you know, we're open to working with, you know, with different creators and producers uh, in the best way that works for, for the project that they're, they're talking to us about. Okay, thanks, everyone.